This is the Arts and Fishers Podcast. I'm Larry Lanham. I've expressed many times my love for good quality documentary films. One place I have found such productions is HBO. In the past, I have been impressed with the people they have used to direct and produce those documentary films. So I checked and found three upcoming docs that I felt had the potential to interest me. One was about the COVID impact on sports, another about QAnon, and the third about a cruise ship first hit with the COVID outbreak. Sadly, two out of three did not meet the high standards HBO has set in the past, at least in my opinion, but the third is special in its own way, so allow me to briefly review all three. First, let's look at The Day Sports Stood Still. America has withstood economic depressions and world wars and still kept most sports going through all that. The COVID pandemic has been different. I recall covering a local school board meeting when the NBA announced it was suspending the season. The Big Ten tournament ended just as it was starting on the basketball courts. The NCAA tournaments for basketball were canceled in 2020. That became a new normal. In the past, no matter what else was happening in the world, sports were always there to take your mind away from everything else. COVID stopped sports. I never realized how much I used sports as a distraction from the rest of life. The TV networks dug deep to rerun old sporting events, but that didn't help much. The HBO documentary started with all that, with special emphasis on the NBA, then less than halfway through, the documentary switches to how the death of George Floyd impacted everything. By then, the NBA was in its Orlando bubble, the NHL had its Canadian isolation plan, and Major League Baseball was working toward a shortened season. All sports were impacted by the protests over George Floyd's death. The problem here is that director Anquan Fuqua tried to do too much. He could have done full documentaries on COVID and a full documentary on George Floyd and how that all impacted sports, but he tried to do it all in one film. A documentary I was so looking forward to seeing flopped, sadly. Just not a good film. The second documentary film on HBO, Q into the storm. It's a six-part series. I've only seen the first four offerings, but feel I can give you a, a good indication of what to expect. This is about the story of QAnon, with the character Q, the shadowy figure anonymously posting on internet message boards, providing what Q's followers believe is super secret information. In fact, Q's predictions are often wrong and only occasionally correct, but Q's followers stay with that unnamed figure anyway. Director Colin Hoback uses the technology crowd to search for the true identity of Q. 
As of episode four, he is no closer to an answer to that, but he does manage to rule out a few possible Q candidates, most within the Donald Trump orbit. Now, Trump rarely speaks about QAnon, but does wink and nod occasionally when Q messages show up at his Trump rallies. Now, if you want to know about QAnon and Q's followers, Holback does touch on that in early episodes, but concentrates on tracking down the weird tech people with apparent ties to relaying Q's messages to the world. I'm still curious about all this QAnon fascination so many people have, but this film just doesn't add anything to that discussion. To be honest, I have found the first four episodes less than compelling. The word boring comes to mind, which is quite sad for a subject matter with so much promise. So, Let's get to the third and final documentary film I've recently watched on HBO, The Last Cruise. Director Hannah Olson's film consists almost entirely of cell phone videos shot by the passengers and crew of the Diamond Princess cruise ship. Now, the early footage shows customers explaining why they chose this cruise and documented the wonderful time each was having the crew explaining why they chose a cruise ship, until. Now, the crew shows what a tough life they endure, small living quarters, long hours, hard work, and stern discipline if the job is not done right on the ship's well-oiled machine aimed at pleasing the passengers. The first five to ten minutes made me wonder if I would go over three in recent HBO documentaries. Then the captain began public address announcements about this new virus. And hey, there's nothing to worry about, of course. Well, that changed when positive cases began to spread throughout the ship as it docked in Japan. I do not think Stephen King could write a script this horrifying about what the passengers and crew endured once those passengers were all ordered to their cabins. The crew was very scared at this point, even sending out live video messages to the outside world explaining their plight. Perhaps knowing that this was a real event, not a fictional story, added to the horror. This is a scary film. Kudos to director Olson for scouring through hundreds of hours of phone video footage to capture the scary times everyone aboard that ship experienced. The last cruise is well worth your time. It shows how little any experts knew at the outset of this outbreak. It also shows how the passengers and the crew were treated quite differently as the virus spread on the ship. I recommend The Last Cruise. You will learn how the first COVID outbreak on a cruise ship went very wrong, with several positive cases, some requiring hospitalization, and 14 deaths from those aboard the Diamond Princess. So, it was one out of three on recent HBO documentary films I viewed. On the whole, HBO chooses good products from the stable of documentary films available, so I will keep watching in the future to see how things go. 
This is the Arts and Fishers podcast. My name is Larry Lannon, so I thank you for listening, and please be safe and be kind. <laughs>